Dewan Howard has been suspended for five games for slapping. I, I'm gonna say slap. He he didn't just slap. Excuse my French. He bitch slapped that Wisconsin assistant coach. <laughs> and one thing that I noticed in this clip, AP, was the fact that everyone's saying that De, uh, Jawan Howard was an instigator. In this, the moment that I go back to is when that, when the Wisconsin coach, the head coach, grabs, which is actually on the screen right now, grabs the left arm of a 6'11". <laughs> Former power forward, NBA champion, number one. We are at the same rank. I'm a head coach, you're a head coach. I have beef with you on how you utilize your timeout. We could talk about this, but do not put your hands on me. It's in the heat of the moment. Of course, there's going to be emotions. It's a big game on the road in Wisconsin. But in no way, form, or fashion should the Wisconsin head coach should have put his hands on Jawan Howard. It shouldn't have happened. You've heard of hot takes, and you're probably tired of hearing the same old talking heads repeating the same stuff over and over again. The time has come for the game to evolve, and just like in sports, there are a select number of individuals who are leading the evolution of change and pushing the game forward. This isn't just a sports podcast. This podcast is about how life, culture, and sports all meet at one intersection. This is the new wave. This is the new sound. This is the evolution. This is the Notes by Notes podcast where we discuss life, culture, and sports. What is up, good people? It's time for the newest edition of Notes by Notes, episode 19 of season three of notes by notes i got ap to my left ap what is good jay the same thing that was good last week everything everything, everything is good i'm here i'm on the right side of the dirt how about you my man how uh, you living I, I'm, I'm straight i'm happy i'm happy and, and and i'm super excited about this show by the way I, i'm i'm super turned we had the music going before the show had the music some south dallas some dallas stuff some triple d stuff and we turned up you know what i'm saying so we 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 got the we got the blood flowing in the right way ap yes sir so i'm super excited to be here uh before we get started let me tell you guys about our friends over at a to z for skin and hair a to z for skin and hair offers a bevy of hair and skin products that have no preservatives and are made with love like the rice water which is used to promote healthy strong growth of the hair and prevent dandruff their moisturizing hair butter for everyday styling Rapid Growth, which is a perfect mix of all natural oils. And of course, I use this product every single day. New shipment is on the way. The Gang Gang Beard Oil. And you can contact them at 469-674-5567 if you have questions about their products and their services. Once again, their number is 469-674-5567. AP. You know what? We're, we're so excited. We're going to hop right into it. I need to know what is in the bag today. What's in the bag? Let me see. First and foremost, we want to shout out to that guy, Zach, straight out of Buda. Um, am I saying it right? Yeah, Buda. I always want to call it butter. Buda. Because it's so, everybody in everybody out here is so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, our, our guy is Zach. We just want to give him a, a full segment. He's going to be our our at-home guest, our, our at-home 
co-host for the day yeah. for the mailbag segment, basically, because he has supplied our bag today and we chose all of his submissions because Zach, we want to show you, we appreciate you. You guys, you are a highlight, our highlight for the day. So thanks, Zach. Zach wants to know, first of all, what grade would y'all give the Texas Longhorns football off-season moves so far? You know what, AP? I love Zach. Zach, thank you so much for your submissions, man. Miss you, dog. Um, hope everything is well. I love Zach, but he did this out of spite because he understands. <laughs> get this. Zach is an Oklahoma football fan. Oh, so this is a jab. This is a jab. Oh, I should have known. You know, he's he trying to get me all riled up and such. You know, I'm not going to allow it to happen tonight, Zach. It's too good of Friday. It's too good. It's too good. But I will tell you this. Um, I, I, I believe in all honesty and all seriousness, I believe the Texas Longhorns still have a lot of work to do with me is more wait and see. I'm not really going to jump the gun as I did last year on what they would be as a team ahead of time. I, I think that first we need to go through the proper process. Texas uh, fans need to watch the spring game, see, see what Quinn Ewers is going to bring to the table. We already know Bajan Robinson and, and, and um, Xavier Worthy are going to be great players. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to just wait and see. So hopefully uh, opening weekend, me and the wife, that's one of the things that we want to start doing every single time because it hits on our anniversary weekend. Nice. So, you know, hit the UT game and hopefully we can see what's what's going on inside the program firsthand. Absolutely. Um, I feel you. Um, I'm going to give it an I in terms of actual grade for incomplete. 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 I think it's too soon to tell. One thing that the uh, Longhorns have done successfully over the last few off seasons, they've made changes annually, right? Mm -hmm. Coaching staff, star players, they've been able to make some rotations there. But I think it's just too soon to tell. So I'm going to give it an I if I had to give it a grade. Zach, did you give it a grade? I, I, I don't. Zach, Zach is a. He is wants a, a grade? Is a, he must be a teacher. He's asking. No, no, he's not a teacher. He's asking for a grade out of spite. I'm telling you what he it is. He wants you to give your I, I'll give So I'll give the Longhorns a grade here. I'll give them a C plus. The reason why is because I use C plus because I'm about to connect the dots here. Ooh. Steve Sarkeesian has done a great job of collaboration. Mm -hmm, collaboration. So, with that being said, a C-plus is me waiting and seeing what type of collaboration he will have with newly hired assistant Gary Patterson. Mm -hmm. And also, what he's going to bring to the table with his quarterbacks playing this season. So, okay. I give the Texas Longhorns so far this offseason a C-plus. Recruiting class was great. But it's all wait and see. It's all hype until they hit the gridiron. All right, you connect those dots, my brother. Good job, good job. I, I understand completely now. You know, I do this a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You a regular dot connector. I bet you was a beast with them little activities. <laughs> Look, I used to sink a lot of battleships, all right? <laughs> do be at all the restaurants. Can I get one of those little menus, please? <laughs> Jay, it's supposed to be a clover, not a hat. All right, all right, all right. All right, Zach also wants to know. The Spurs oh. are heading towards their third losing season in a row. Oh, terrible. Treat them. What do they need to do to compete for the championship again? You know, this is more your bag, AP. I mean, I would just say this real quick. Get a new coach. Uh, hello, it's 2022. Greg Popovich is a legend. 
but also he doesn't have to be a living legend in the NBA. I'm not saying like he needs to, I'm saying he's a little bit outdated. His system is outdated. It's obviously caused legitimate wear and tear on this franchise. San Antonio, do what you need to do. The Buford family, do what you need to do. Hire a guy that brings a new culture that can revitalize this franchise into what it was before and also draft a Tim Duncan type player, which I don't think you're going to get anytime soon. So that's my take. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm going to give you a 50-50 with that. So first and foremost, what we not going to do on Nose by Nose is is pop off on Pop, okay? <laughs> Big Papa Pop been there, done that, and he's still doing it, okay? So one of the things, and this is literally, <laughs> literally, dying, when I grew up. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. <laughs> Big Papa Pop. All right, but true story, growing up as a kid in Texas, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like, I was a, a huge Spurs fan. And one of the things that I really loved about it and what I really actually structured my own game off of mm-hmm. was fundamental basketball. And that is how Pop runs his program. His system is based around fundamentals and team basketball. So unlike a lot of the le- a, a lot of the teams in league unlike a lot of the teams in the league right now where they have their star players and their stands out and their faces of the franchise mm-hmm. one thing about the Spurs they might have their face but you're going to always see a team effort on the floor yeah. so realistically it's hard to even tell who's the star because when you have your your, your Tony Parkers and your Tim Duncans you know what I mean and you have the, the, the total package of working together everybody's playing their part you got your big man being big man you got your post running post and you got your forwards filling in and doing everything that they need to do to make the plays happen. I think that what the Spurs are going to have to do, they're going to have to do a restructure. I don't think that it needs to be with the coaching staff. I think their coaching staff is solid. I'm sorry. I do think that they need to get players. They need to get they need to replace their Tim Duncans. They need yeah. to replace their Tony Parkers. They, yeah. need, to, they need to get the, that talent back on the floor. Not saying that they don't have a good, a, a good, you know, a few pieces in there to make some plays, but they do not have um, they do not have all like they do not have championship caliber players right now. Yeah, they just don't have it. They don't have the Kawhi anymore. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna have to go back out there and and get them, as my brother would like to call it, um, a dog. Mm-hmm. They need a dog. And a dog when they when they get that dog, they're gonna get that bone. Too easy. Oh, Too easy. You need to get somebody that's gonna fit in that system. It's gonna have to happen. They're gonna have to get a good draft. A, a, a good draft pick, or they can have to pick up something in, in a future trade. I, they're not getting nothing now, yeah. so they're done now. This ain't happening. Spurs will see you in 2023. Yeah. 2022 is no chance for it for no. sure. But uh, that's my take on it. I mean, I, I agree 100% with you, AP. I, I think that, yeah, the players is number one, but also in this new NBA, you got to have a new voice, man. I mean, you got to have a new voice. I respect Coach Pop mm-hmm. for everything that he has brought to the NBA. 100%. But country roads take my home to a place. That's where he needs to ride on that country road. Just go fishing. For, mm-hmm. You know, go fishing. Just enjoy retirement. That's just my opinion. But you know why? And I'm we're going we gonna to dump it. We're going we gonna to dump it here soon. But I, I just want to say the difference between the, what I love about basketball is that basketball is a sport that allows an individual to put it to put a whole team on their back. Yeah. 
and that's game situation. Mm-hmm. It does not matter how far you down. It does not matter what team you playing. If you have if you have strong people that play, you got to have ballers on the floor. Yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Your coaching staff can literally sit down and not say nothing. Mm-hmm. Half the time they're talking, people on the court don't hear them no way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's not like football where they got the little pieces in the ear. They going off to the sideline and all this kind of stuff, having all these breaks. That's what I love about basketball. It's action. It's play action full time. And players is playing. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know what? I, I second that as well because I, I do believe that basketball is one of the only sports that you you have a single player. If you have one dominant player that's better than the other five, mm-hmm. that one dominant player is going to space himself out on the floor and he's going to create a shot for himself. So, exactly. 100% agree with you, AP. Playmakers. All right, all right, all right. Zach, last one. All right. Who is going to start at QB for Pittsburgh Steelers in week one? You know what? So Big Ben has retired. Ben Roethlisberger is no longer in the NFL. They cannot rely on Mason Rudolph. And I don't think that they have a player on the practice squad that can live up to the hype. Um, Oh, Dwayne Haskins, by the way. I think any option or I think one option that's better than Dwayne Haskins right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers, not via free agency, but only through the draft, will be Kenny Pickett Jr., who went to the University of Pittsburgh and also played his home games at Heinz Field. Number one, you get a quarterback who is comfortable at home as is. Also, you get a guy who's a little bit older than the class that preceded him. He's 24. So he, he has everything that you need above the shoulders. He's big, strong. He's able to run. He's mobile. It's hard to take him down. He is the Big Ben replacement that the that the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for. So I think come week one, it's going to be Kenny Pickett starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. Straight out of college. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just ride with you because, I mean, honestly, what I do know about the Pittsburgh Steelers is that neither one of their backups right now with with uh, with uh, Rudolph and Haskins? Mm. Those aren't options. Nope. Those are not going to be options. Not starting week one. Um, so the backup, I think, is going to continue to be the backup, and they just got to bring in new talent. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's what they got to do. They gotta they gotta revamp this roster. They get they have to get a quarterback. Have to. Maybe they'll get Aaron. Maybe. But I don't know. I, 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 this this free agency period in the NFL is about to be wild. Just get ready. Just get ready. Hey, we um, is, is that it? That's it for the mailbag. Thanks again, Zach. We we appreciate you, man. He might not appreciate you because you know haters is you know they gonna hate. Um, but I appreciate you. I'm gonna hate on the OU fan every day on site. <laughs> On site, I'm a hate on them. Oh, you fan but every love day. For you, baby, I got nothing lo- but love for you, baby. <laughs> Keep sending your submissions, Zach. Tell your boys to send some too. Yeah, we appreciate you, Zach. <laughs> and that closes up the bag for this week. So, AP, let's hop right into it. Um, the the controversial thing that happened this weekend, and you know what? I was like, man, NFL is over. It it was crazy, AP. I was like, because we talked about this off off air last week and I was like I gotta get my mind out of being so football centric Mm -hmm. and what's crazy is I have truly scratched the basketball itch this past week like truly like watched (laughs) actual basketball after covering the Mavericks for a whole year last year 
but I was I was struggling to find topics. And guess what? On Sunday, I was giving I was given a gift <laughs> because Jawan Howard has been suspended for five games for slapping. I, I'm gonna say slap. He he didn't just slap. Him. Excuse my French. He bitch slapped that Wisconsin assistant coach. <laughs> he put it right across his face, boy. And, you know, there were some mixed reactions regarding that. And in my opinion, when I look at it, and, and you know, we'll play the video right now uh, for the listening audience and also for the watching audience. You will not be able to see this, but me and AP just want kind of like a review just to go over this video uh, while we're explaining this topic to you. And one thing that I noticed in this clip, AP, was the fact that everyone's saying that uh, Jawan Howard was an instigator in this. Mm -hmm. And the moment that I go back to is when that when the Wisconsin coach, the head coach grabs, which is actually on the screen right now, grabs the left arm Mm -hmm. of a (laughs) 6'11". Former power forward, NBA champion, and tries to go up and talk to him as if he is one of his players. Number one, we are at the same rank. (laughs) I'm a head coach. You're a head coach. I have beef with you on how you utilize your timeout. Mm -hmm. We could talk about this, but do not put your hands on me. It's in the heat of the moment. Of course, there's going to be emotions. It's a big game on the road in Wisconsin. But in no way, form, or fashion should the Wisconsin head coach should have put his hands on Jawan Howard. It shouldn't have happened. Because in my in my opinion, that just means, oh, you want some beef. You, you, you got beef. We're about to cook it up and eat it. Because I promise you, like I promise you, if you do that to any grown man, adult, after a heated moment, something is going to go down. Right. You know, I just see that image, and I'm like, he could have completely prevented that. Let Jawan Howard walk away. Time and place, time and place. Run, run it back like a millisecond here, because there, there, there's there's some points that I want to – so you see here, watch this. He shook everybody's hand. Watch this. You – did you see where his hand, where Juwan Howard's hand was? Yeah, he he did not not have his hand out. Mm-hmm. So, like I just I don't like my biggest thing is what led to this. Yeah, like what prompted you? You he his hand is available to be shaken. Right, which is the sportsmanship. He's walking straight ahead. He's not trying to engage you. Mm-hmm. So at this moment, right here, twenty seconds into the handshake line or, or of this particular clip. What possesses the Wisconsin coach to grab his arm? Right. Like there there was nothing. There was nothing that would have prompted him to put his hands on him. Right. And this is what Jawan Howard was talking about in the press conference was when he put his hands on him, right? Like, A, this this never needed to happen. This wasn't the hand touch that he was referring to in terms of him grabbing him. But this right here, red flag for me. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You don't go – this Wisconsin head coach looked like he was seeking something. It was intent. And I get you want to say something. I get you want to be a coach and you want to have a conversation. But obviously the opposing head coach had an issue with your strategy approaching the game. Mm-hmm. Yes, we could be men, but let's be men. You shake my hand, I shake yours. Move. Right. But don't grab my arm. Like, I, I get it. Sometimes that that's 
you know, hey, man, good good game. But, no, bro, you got his elbow. You're completely restraining him from moving past you. You're exactly. obstructing his walking. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it's not a – it's not a hand on the shoulder yeah, like, hey, like man, I want to talk to you. He's literally grabbing the, the curve of his of his elbow. Right. I, I just don't understand what the point was. Yeah, I, I don't get it either. And we're going to play the full clip here. And you see here, Jawan Howard was already like, dude, move. Yeah. And he grabbed him a little bit. He was like, why are you stopping me from walking away? Yeah. Like, this is my issue. And now he goes into saying, okay, this is my issue. Right. Obviously, within this little scuffle, Something was said to make him say, I'm going to put my finger in your face. Right. But also, th think about it like this. It is a culmination of a lot of things at that moment, and it all built up in less than 10 seconds. Yeah, this is super fast. Super fast. And it's bang, 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 but also place and time. At that moment, everything slowed down. Right. And if you see all the people surrounding it, right, these are people that's attempting to de-escalate the situation. uh, -uh. Appearingly, right? Mm -hmm. There's an attempt to de-escalate. There's a there's a couple uh, Michigan players pulling back Juwan. There's a, a, a armed security guard right here up front, up front, and he's in perfect position to de-escalate the situation between Juwan and the Wisconsin coach, right? right. Um, so what happens after this is what I feel is if you run up, you get done up. This is this is this is where it goes left, right? Everybody's here. Who is this guy? Why does he feel the need to push through? Yeah, who is he? He's pushing through and he's Boom. coming for him. Why Why are you coming and talk to me, bro? Who are you? Yeah, what is your position? Who are you? Why are you pushing people? Why Why are you coming through trying to boss hog like you going to be the one? Yeah. Like like you're the chosen one. Yeah. Like the principal sent you to come get me. Like I, It's like I was talking to old boy, but if you want the smoke, I got the fire, cuz. Oh, is he... What you mean? You bringing your mans? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, so y'all going to jump me now, bro? Uh, if you look at this video, AP, and it's been shown time after time after time after time, everybody talks about the hit, but nobody talks about what presided the hit. I'm looking at one, two, two three, three, four. Uh, the actual coach is kind of hitting right here. That's going to be five. Oh, he's over here at five, so that's six. Yeah. It's at least six. Wisconsin coaches, Jawan Howard with his players. Right. So how about this? What if – so I'll juxtapose this. What if the headline was Wisconsin assistants surround Michigan players and head coach? If 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 the roles were vice versa, I think that would have been the headline. Yeah. I hated the headlines for this. Uh, it's I, I terrible. Hated, I hated how the media portrayed uh, Jawan Howard throws punch. And we I'm looking at it all caps. Juwan Howard throws punch at Wisconsin coach leading to fight. A, there was not a fight. Yeah. There, 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 I mean, there was a couple scuffles on the side. But there was not an actual fight. There was no affray. There was one one contact that we could see where Juwan Howard extended his hand, open-handed. I mean, he kind of swiped at him, honestly. Yeah. I would say it was more of a swipe. Maybe he was trying to grab his face. Yeah. Or maybe he was trying to grab his lapel and his face got in the way. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I think he bitch slapped him, AP. I don't it, um, it resulted. We can run it back. The result was a bitch. <laughs> he got knocked out. Like, I mean, not knocked out, but he got hit with some heat. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a 6'11 dude with some big hands. Big like, bro, hands. like, what are you thinking in the first place? Just like we talked about Aaron Donald last week. What are you thinking? What was your point? What, what are you thinking? Get out of the way. 
and let this guy go to the locker room and think about how he can better his team. Everybody talks about the moment, but nobody talks about what presided the moment. And that is my issue overall with this video, AP. Honestly, we don't have to run through anything because we don't have to run through the full clip because everything you need to know is at the beginning. Absolutely. It tells you literally everything that happened. So, Jawan Howard is suspended for five games. I mean, it's the end of the season. So, March Madness, he's going to have his guys. This is another reason why this Michigan team could be dangerous in March Madness. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, um, I, I'm looking forward to seeing them in, in the postseason. All right, AP. So, man, a lot of round ball today. I love it. I love it. I'm scratching that We're playing here. basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that basketball. What, 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 what? All right, that's a little, little you know, a little something for y'all. Y'all might not know. A little something, something. It's something I, I wrote it, but, you know, I had help. Somebody else might have claimed it. You might have heard it before. You might have heard it's it. It's not my version. It's a little different. His name starts with B and it ends with Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, who's my guy for back in the day, in, in the 80s? You know, they're going to think that we're just these young bucks that's talking about Bow Wow and stuff. But the uh, basketball is my favorite, favorite sport. sport. I love the way they dribble up and down the court. court. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Who was that? Uh, that wasn't George Franklin, was it? No, nah, that wasn't. Know. Uh, you know what? Somebody's going to comment on, on the video, and they're going to tell us exactly what it is. I, I'm sure you will. Let us know, y'all. Let I'm sure know. you will. I'm sure Don't you give Bad Wow all the credit, okay? This was pre-cornrows and, and headbands, okay? <laughs> Pre-like Mike. Yeah, this was like neon suits. <laughs> yes, this was a remake. <laughs> and uh, Kango hats. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh, man. So, uh, so let's talk about uh, potentially, arguably, the greatest player of all time, LeBron James. Not counting, reportedly, and even said this, not counting out a return to the Cavaliers and said he would like to play with his son at the end of his career. So approaching this topic, I was like, man, this is really, it, it's layered. It's its very, very layered, especially for a guy who is not in his prime, but is still a fantastic player he not only has to decide what he wants to do being in Los Angeles with the Lakers, he has to decide, okay, where's my son going to go? Because that's where I want to be. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it, it, it truly is the end game for LeBron. I'm not saying like within one or two years, I think LeBron can actually play another four years. In my opinion, he's like one of still one of the most productive players in the NBA. So, in my opinion, I I think that it's all about the end game for him. And he's looking at an opportunity not only to improve his greatness, but to start his son on a much better path than he started off in the NBA. Do you understand how great that would be? Oh, my God. LeBron James Jr., Bronny James, enters the league, wins a championship in his rookie season. Sounds better than LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Sounds better than Lonzo Ball. Sounds better than LiAngelo Ball. <laughs> Sounds better than a lot of players' first year on their resume. So, I, I, I mean, I, I think that this is going to be something, and I really do believe that LeBron James may return back to Cleveland. And they're really good this year. Yeah, they ain't bad at all. They are not bad whatsoever. Not bad at all. Um, LeBron going back to Cavs, to the Cavs. I mean. 
don't know. Like I don't. I, it's not far fetched. LeBron being in in L. A. is more far fetched to me than him going back to the Cavs. Yeah, you know what I mean. When when he left the first time, he he went back, got him a championship. I don't think that he, the type of player that he is and that he has been, and mm. just you know, he's he's not just about the championships. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think that his biggest goal, uh, matter of fact, they, they did. They they got the um, Lakers got a championship in the bubble when, right? Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah, won they in the bubble. Champ- yep. They won in the bubble, uh, you know, to tribute to Kobe. You know what I mean? So he is very meticulous and calculated when it comes to certain goals, right? right. So when we talk about his, his overall goal, he said it a thousand times, and the possibility is there for him to be wherever, and play with Bronny. Right. So, I mean, it may not be the Cavs, but whoever picks up Bronny, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna have a, a great a great athlete in that. He's yeah. gonna be I, I don't wanna say he may he's gonna be as good as his dad. He's not the same player as his dad was in high school. It's not he's just not the same. Yeah, he's not he's the good. same good. Yeah. It's not the same. I, I don't think that he's gonna be a new LeBron, but I mean it'll be great T V. I will watch. Yeah. Just to see it. I mean I don't I don't know of any other father-son duo in the NBA, period. Steph Curry, Dale Curry. That's all I could think about right there. But that, did, did they ever it. play at the same time? Nope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't know of anybody that has played at the same time with their predecessor or their son mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So, I mean, that would be monumental. I mean, historical maybe. I, I really got to check some stats. but No, I don't think be... it's ever happened. I, I really – I don't think it's ever happened. That'd I don't think dope. it's ever happened. That'd be dope. I mean, there's tons of legacy players right now. Yeah. But I mean, as far as playing with their with their kid, I mean, that'd just be dope TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether they win or lose, whether LeBron gets any playing time or not, because he will be at his prime at that point. Yeah. I mean, he got what one more year with the Lakers on contract, and mm-hmm. then after that, he can go wherever. Yeah, he can go wherever he wants to after this. And there's already rumors out of out of Los Angeles talking about him potentially having a rift. With the Los Angeles Lakers, he ain't staying. Uh, nah, he's not staying. That's some bad basketball, man. That did not scratch the basketball itch. <laughs> that that did not do it. Ab, they did better before they got this dream team. Yeah, they did. They <laughs> did. No, I mean, I would, I would much rather watch Pistons basketball than Lakers. Ooh. At least they have uh, Kay Cunningham, and you know, the Lakers are too experienced to be this bad. They're too experienced to be this bad. Too many Hall of Famers. Way too much talent. Way too too much talent. Way too many Hall of Famers. Way too many Hall of Famers for them to be struggling at this rate. We talked about that, though, before the season even started. Mm -hmm. You got too many Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Not enough Indians. You're right. You got too many Chiefs. You and K-Dot actually said that. Shout out, K-Dot. What's up? What's up, up, K? K-Dot. We still miss you, What's up, Velvet, man? What's up? Mr. Velvet. (laughs) Mr. Velvet, yeah. But, yeah, you know, I I, I think that the NBA is changing, man. It is about, you know, where you are coastal. But also, LeBron James is trying to get another ring under his belt. And right now for him, it's not about being on the West Coast. It's about being with another contending franchise that could potentially win an NBA championship. And who who's to say that it isn't the Cleveland Cavaliers at this point? I mean, they, they have a young roster. These players are locked in. Darius Garland, by the way, by, by the way, Cat is phenomenal. 
like one of one of the best point guards in the league right now, and he's still young. It has it, they have so much potential. I don't know if the Lakers can get out this deal. I I expect for them to possibly they could probably probably trade LeBron James, but I don't know. I, I it's still up in the air for me. It's kind of like you know, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what happens. You don't trade the king. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Hey, just trade him. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. Send him where he want to go. Don't cut him. That looks worse. You don't cut the king. <laughs> you definitely don't cut the king. Nah, <laughs> and, nah in no way for Never live that down. Never live that down. I have down. never heard a story where the king got cut and it ended up being a happy ending. It's probably not. You're probably not going to hear that story either. No, nah, you're not. You're not. All right, AP. So... That's enough about LeBron James. Actually, we, we got more to talk we're about with done. LeBron James. We're not done with LeBron James, <laughs> but we're going to hop over into All-Star Weekend recap because we we, we know y'all saw All-Star Weekend. There were some highs, and there were some very, very lows. Very, very lows. Let's talk about one of the highs first. So LeBron James, the king himself, is now 5-0 and in the All-Star game uh, since the format was changed to a all-star draft format. AP, should we be surprised or is this just, you know, is this a phenomenal type of stat? Uh, I'm not going to say that it's, I mean, this is, what kind of, this new all-star structure is as close as you're going to get to pick up basketball. Yeah. Right? To, uh, you know, Wreck basketball where, where you guys are just playing pickup. I want you. I want you. I want you. I want you. You know, going back and forth. That's essentially the, the, the model, mm-hmm. basically, right? So when you have somebody like LeBron, one thing, I mean, we cannot take away from LeBron's basketball IQ. Oh, he is a literal savant. He's a literal genius as it pertains to just the sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you hear countless times people, um, you know, just – talking about him oh oh, he's an asshole but when he tell you to do this he can see the floor Mm. three plays ahead right right? it's just uh, something that he's always been good at and people have always talked about him being able to project what's going to happen and kind of predict what needs to happen in order to like combat it he's great at that yeah he's great at, at talent at identifying top talent i mean what he did for the lakers to try to pull that team together and make no mistake it is him making these 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 marquee decisions. He did the same thing at at at, at the Cavs. Yeah, where you know when he brought in, uh, when when he brought in uh, Kevin Love and J.R. Smith and yes, all them cats. When he brought in that championship team, you know what I'm saying. Even when he his reason for going to Miami is because he knew that he would complete that puzzle to be a uh, to be a powerhouse, right? Mm-hmm. So. That's one thing about him. He can put together a team and he can tell those and he can tell each person like, okay, this is what you're gonna do. I know this is what you normally do, but this is what you're gonna do here. Yeah. Right. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. And this year, being on the um being on the same side with like Steph, psh, it's what? a no shot, man. LeBron's gonna win the rest of the all star games for the rest of his career. What? Now I would like to see them shake that up. I would like to see them get I don't know how they choose their their coaches, but I mean, I, I don't think he need to be. I mean, excuse me, not the coaches, but like uh, Team captains, LeBron. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how they how I don't know the captain how they make the selections there. It might be a voting or it might be a ranking system. I'm I'm certain, or maybe just popularity. I have no idea. I would like to see them shake it up. Yeah, 
But I think it's highest voted player, but also I, I me personally, I don't have a problem. And, mm-hmm. and first and foremost, let me just say I'm not surprised at all. I mean, we've been watching LeBron James for two decades now, almost two decades. We sure. we understand what what he brings to the table. We know what type of player he is. We know how calculated he is in this game. We know how much of a savant he is, IQ-wise, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. He's just a all-around basketball player. No matter what people say about him off the court, he's still a he's still one of the most dominant forces to ever touch the hardwood ever, ever. And but what I think about LeBron. Like you said, he is the master of, of bringing people together, bringing teams together, picking specific roles for certain players. J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith would have been good if it wasn't for that snafu in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I don't think LeBron James leaves if J.R. Smith actually uh, knows what's going on in the game. I don't think he leaves. I, you know, I don't think he leaves Cleveland and goes to Los Angeles. I think Los Angeles was great for the entertainment portion of his career. I think it was great for his media company, for him to put out Space Jam 2, yeah. which I still have not seen. No, it's not a... Don't even start. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's not Michael Jordan Space Jam. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's well, not, it's not uh, that good. That's it, a whole... That's it's enough. not that good. Sorry. Oh, I should have oh. said it. It's, but it's not that good. That, that's yeah. I thought you was about to. I was like, man, I, when when he said he was doing, it, I was like, oh, that's a dope concept. But I remember the time when Space Jam came out, the first Space Jam. Yeah. And the hype, the hype yeah. behind it, and how big of a movie it was. But LeBron James is doing everything in his career that he has sought out to do. He's one of the greatest players in the NBA. He's one of the best business minds in the NBA. For sure. And also he shows traits of possibly being maybe a front office owner type in five, seven years. So, I mean, he's hit every single nail on the head. So by me saying all that in short, really long, um, (laughs) I'm not surprised whatsoever. Not surprised. Do you think that – could you see LeBron coaching? No, 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 no. No, I think he's too big for coaching. Okay. He's too big. He's like Kobe. I can see him coaching like an academy, like mm-hmm. building his own gym and, and doing something like that. I, I can't see him coaching the NBA team because it's just so much work. And when you've dedicated over two decades of your life into the NBA, you kind of want to enjoy, you know, the next chapter. Like right. Kobe Bryant was doing. We got a book in the studio, by the way. Um, we got the Kobe Bryant, the mama mentality. Uh, book and in that book he talks about stepping away from the game and and evolving into what he was right before he passed I think LeBron James especially in light of him and Kobe Bryant being so close Mm -hmm. I think he understands now it's more important than ever to build a brand to build a business to have multiple streams of income that's going to benefit his family because let's be honest the NBA might not work out for Bronny James it might not. It might not. I mean, for Bryce too, he has a, he has another younger son. I mean, Bryce, yeah. he he's he's pretty decent. He's not. I, I think he's more like LeBron than Bronny, in my opinion, because I've seen Bryce play and he's not that bad. Are oh, you good? Uh, he's not that he's not that bad at all. I think he's actually pretty decent. But 
you have to start planning those steps for what's after basketball and coaching. Bill Russell did it. I think Magic Johnson did it. It's just not. It's not. It's not a good fit for some of these superstars. I don't think LeBron James is a, will be a good candidate for a coach. Owner GM, yes. Coach, no. Makes sense. Makes sense. I I, I can see it. I can see it. Um, I just was wondering your take on that. You know what I mean? He, he is a, a, such a such a basketball mind, but I definitely agree. I, I, I can see him doing more. And when you uh, made the parallel with uh, Kobe and even with, with Michael Jordan, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he's the, the comparison's been there, you know, beyond his control, you know, aside from doing space jam and all this kind of stuff, I think that he will probably go on to follow that model a little bit more and minority ownership being so important right now right. in the league. Uh, he's always been in the forefront of, of change. Uh, when possible. So I can see him going on to do something way bigger in the league than just, you know, he's far too big of an asset now, man. He's way too far. At year 15, he retired. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. you could go coach 20. Nah, not a chance, not a chance. Uh, but let's talk about your favorite player. AP boom, 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 Steph boom. Curry, Steph Curry actually won the Kobe Bryant MV all-star MVP trophy. And what do you think? Personally, what do you think that that moment meant to him being that every NBA player had a special or most of them had a special relationship with Kobe Bryant, especially Steph? But what do you think he felt in that moment? Um, I think it's it's just surreal. Um, and as he continues to just, you know, knock the ceiling off of these, you know, records and 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 accomplishments and accolades that he's getting, um, this is a phenomenal year for Steph. And what he's going for is finals MVP. Right. That's that's the only thing he's yet to get. He's he's taken them to the show several times. They've won it several times. He's been all these other MVPs. But, I mean, he's he's won to be finals MVP. That is the thing that's on his bucket list that he's yet to kick. Yeah. Now, as far as the all-star MVP, I think that what was most – that was most momentous for him – was how he did it. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. he 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 broke the record for most threes in 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 history, right? So he, he's the best three point shooter of all time as mm. as we stand, like right now. And he broke another record in the All Star game, mm -hmm. doing what he does best. I think that he just basically put a stamp on like, if you had any doubts. If you had any doubts, maybe y'all thought maybe that I just thought. been playing for a long time and I'm just I've been shooting threes this whole time. But when you really take a look, like I'm mean, a stout look at Steph Curry's career, mm -hmm. he wasn't always a three point sniper. He's always been a great shooter. But I mean, from day one, I mean, he he wasn't this player. No, he wasn't. He was not this player. He was not this phenomenal of a three-point shooter after coming back from being out of a full season from a broken hand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this all-star, this trophy, this, all of it was just to say, like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm not going nowhere. Y'all get comfortable because you got more to see. Um, and then as far as it stands with him and Kobe, I mean, I just think that, I mean, just a nod, just to be associated with Kobe in, in any fashion and, and to have that award that's named after him. I mean, how can it not be just as important, right? Yeah. It's just that, that icing on the cake for everything that he's worked so hard for, for this season. Yeah. I, you hit the nail right on the head because man, Steph Curry, 
if y'all don't know, I mean, it, the, there shouldn't be no question. There's only been a few players who have transcended this game where kids can actually imitate what that said player is doing. Michael Jordan, I would say Kobe Bryant is one of those players. I don't think LeBron James is one of those players. I think um, I think people see LeBron and they're like, I want to be an all-around player, but there's not a specific skill set that I can adopt to say, oh, I play like LeBron. Right. You know, but with Steph, you know, you know that what thing. it is. Just like growing up in Dallas. I tell people this all the time. They're like, yo, Jay, who's your favorite basketball player? And it's crazy because, you know, you got you got Kobe, you got Michael Jordan, you got all these great Magic Johnson. You 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 have all of these players. Michael Jordan, you have all of them. And I picked Dirk Nowinski. That was my favorite all still my favorite all-time player to ever play in the NBA. Second is Jerry Stackhouse. I don't know why, but I think it's because of the fundamentals and how they gave to the game. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's something special. I, I think that as long as you can identify a specific trait mm-hmm. from a player and imitate it, and you see kids imitate it, that defines how transcendent that said player is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if there's something – I mean, great players exist all the time, but I, I just think that Steph Curry gets the nod as the next great transcendent player. I think he takes precedence over LeBron. I think LeBron is the next – great player mm-hmm. who's the next transcendent that has to be Steph Curry and what it means to co- for him to do this um, you know uh, get in the Kobe Bryant all-star MVP trophy I think it's not phenomenal I think it speaks to like you said his growth as a basketball player how far he's come um, how much doubt he has uh, had to uh, uh, sustain you know through this throughout his entire career you know and he just he proved all the doubters wrong and he withstand excuse me withstood um so i just think it's a phenomenal story and i think steph curry deserves all the credit that he can get right now yeah and he got more time like he he's not done either you yeah. know what i'm saying like when when i think about that you know i just it's crazy and when you talk about transcendent players you know especially with the i mean while we're on the topic of the uh you know the all-star weekend we got a chance to see 75 of I mean, not not quite. We didn't get to see the some of them. There Scotty was, was scared. Scotty was scared to pull up, cuz. Scotty like, said, I don't want none of that smoke, Mike. I was talking all that mess about Michael Jordan, and they told me I couldn't come in the building. He got uninvited. Quit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, there was a, a lot of legends in that building, you know. And when you talk about transcendent players, you know, um, Allen Iverson, there was a lot of debate um, after – you know, after the the whole show and everything, and people were just talking about, you know, like what did he do? Yeah. But w- what you were just talking about, you fashion, know, fashion, one hundred percent. Not just fashion, but the cross the crossover. The crossover became different. The crossover, the headband, the cornrows. Come on. The tats. Come on. The answer sixes. Come on, bro. Well, I had the zip ups and the lace ups. Quit playing with me, bro. I had to take off my headphones for that, dog. <laughs> Quit playing with me. Them shoes were hype. Yeah, I was just telling oh my the other day God. I want to get those uh, 75th a- or yeah the 75th anniversary uh, answers. The the first one, the Reebok, uh, the answer ones. Yeah, they, they the lace ups. They got them out right now, but they like silver. Oh, I, I was like, man, I, I want to get this. She's like, you better not get them shoes. But man, you don't know it, but I already uh, got them. Got them. They gonna snickers. be at the house on Tuesday. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, just play it. But uh, you know, it, it's certain things, and, and Curry, he just really does embody just a different type, right? I mean, he's he's not 
he's not the the aggressor. He's not the trash talker, but he do talk trash. Oh, he does. You you, you got to catch those mic up Christian moments. trash. Yeah. Young God buggy. bless you, hater. God bless you. <laughs> I just knocked the I just knocked the wind out yourselves, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you saw that shot. It made you want to dip your head low. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like communion. <laughs> Jesus wept. Moses slept. <laughs> Get out of my way. Oh my, my mama used that one. Jesus wept. Moses slept. Oh, eat, eat a quick biscuit real quick. You know what I'm saying? Be like, Jesus wept. Moses. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he probably be crossing out. God bless you. It's about to go down. No, but I mean realistically though, I mean he he definitely has transcended the game. I, I mean that's why I like him. That's yeah. why he's a different breed. You know, it's just not what you see. He's a great example for basketball right now in terms of just grit. And I mean he's not a big guy. I no. mean, but he's not as small as people think. I have seen him in person. Um, he's he's not a little bitty guy, but he's not your average big you know, top scoring, body build type of player. And he gets the job done. So shout out to Steph. You know, we can move on now. Yeah, yeah, Steph. Big big ups to Steph Curry. Big ups. Polarizing. My player. wife loves you. <laughs> so does AP. My co-host does too, apparently. Can't get no love, man. Can't get no love. Tips hat. <sighs> Tips tip of the cap to you, Steph. All right, so uh real quick before we hop into uh AP's new segment, top five NBA teams brought to you by AP. Let's talk about this uh this whack AP. Whack slam dunk contest from the All-Star weekend. Can we just take the word slam off of it and just put dunk? Dunk? Because I mean yeah, this is called the dunk contest. Bruh, but okay, so number one, we we actually got this up on the screen as well. The Cole Anthony dunk. Um, say fam, it shouldn't take you 15 times to dunk in some Tim's. I was not impressed by that. If that was the most impressive dunk of the night, I was not impressed by that whatsoever. I think Obi Toppin did his thing though. I, I think Obi Toppin did his thing, but what about Jalen green out of Houston? That was embarrassing. Yo embarrassing. Kareem Abdul Jabbar walked out the arena. Shaq looked like he wanted to go to sleep. He was like, bro, I don't want to do this. Toscano did pretty decent. I thought like he was probably one of the most consistent dunkers in the whole thing outside of Obi Toppin. Mm -hmm. But it, it was just really bad, AP. You know, the dunk contest used to be what you would tune into for just to see people show their naked ass. Mm -hmm. People who you watched the entire season just do crazy stuff, and now you get a chance to see them just show out, yeah. right? And you would see stuff that you would, you would literally tune in and see something that you have never seen before. I The, the only thing I hadn't seen before was somebody dunking Tim's, which that was new, but, I mean... So matter practical. Fact, matter of fact, let me rephrase that. Dunk and Tim's in the NBA. Yeah. Because I've definitely seen people dunk in Tim's. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. in the streets, okay? And I've spent some time. We in all the hooped in boots before. <laughs> I done spent some time in, in the streets of New York. And I done <laughs> definitely hooped myself in some polo boots because I'm from Texas, okay? Bar up. But anyway, I definitely hooped <laughs> in some polo boots. And I think that what is the allure because they were so heavy? Yeah, I guess so. But I mean. 
that, that's just like jumping with ankle weights on. Yeah. Which is what people do with training. So, I mean, literally, there was nothing unique. I mean, this is a side pass. He went up, little windmill. Well, how long did it take for Jalen Green to get that doggone dunk off, yo? That's what infuriated, like, made everyone mad. Like, ticked everybody off. It's like, bro, can you come on? Like, you're holding up this round just because of your dunk uh, attempts. You don't. You don't bring that time. And this one, too, on this attempt for Jalen Green, it took him, like, ten times. It just yeah. took up too much time. Yeah, as long as he didn't uh, actually go for it, I think that they they let you restart as long as you don't actually, uh, like, actually make an attempt. Like, I don't know what it is where they – I mean, yeah, it just – they inconsistent. Like, they were not prepared. And I don't know if it was scheduling, if they didn't have warm-ups, like, what the issue was – but, I mean, this was just a, a uneventful – I mean, they gave it a six. I would have gave it way less than that. Yo, it, it was terrible. You know it, what I mean? It was terrible. It was just it, – it, it really was terrible. This guy, uh, Anthony, I mean that, – That that would have been a nice dunk, though. That would have been straight. It would have been. That would have been nice. And we're, we're speaking about the one where he uh, started from the three-point line and threw it off the backboard and did a backwards uh, windmill, but he didn't get – it didn't land. But, again, most of these dunks – that they did in the first round should have been third round dunks. Obi Toppin was the only one to say, all right, I'm going to make this like extremely easy. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he had a strategy to how he was going to dunk the dunk the basketball. So underwhelming 100% AP, not impressed, do better NBA, get some street dunkers in here or something. Obi Toppin could come to the party again. Um, Aaron Gordon could come to the party again. Hell call Blake Griffin. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't know what y'all need to do. Do a throwback Thursday slam dunk contest edition or something and get this thing right, fam. Get this thing right. They they low-key owe the fans a new one because this just was – I mean, for it to be all-star, like these were not all-star dunks by no means. There was no technicality to it, and that's the biggest thing that they that I think that people were missing. Like, where's the technicality? You well, know what I'm saying? Well, in that one, he was trying to put his arm in the rim. He was rim. trying to put his yeah. arm in the rim, and he probably hurt himself. He ain't got no hops to do it, though. You ain't Vince Carter, bro. Vince Carter, the only one who could put his arm in the rim and point at the crowd. You didn't know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just some – I'm sorry. And even with this, this was uh, Toppin's – his winning dunk, right? Yeah, he, he, he was just like, I just need to win it. Yeah, I'm not thinking about this one. The one where he where he hit the backboard and then put it in. But oh, it was like a millisecond. That was – yeah, that was a sick dunk, though. That, that was going to be a – I don't think he got that one to go down, though. I think I thought he did. No, he had to switch it because it kept on. He kept on missing it. I think that's when he came from the top of the key right there. I thought. I don't know. Maybe he changed it up because this is round two, right? That's round three. This was the final round. Okay, I think so. I, I yeah, yeah, but I don't remember which one it was. But that, whatever dunk that was, like it just was extremely un. Like I ain't gonna say it was unimpressive. I know the technicality was there. That was the 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 let me be technical dunk of the night. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very difficult to do that tap and then dunk it in. Yeah. But I just felt like, I mean, if that's the best that we got, if that's what we going for, like. Like we getting the best dunk attempts, not the best dunk. Exactly. Exactly. Had any of those attempts that they were failing landed, then we probably would have had a much better show. But yeah. it was the stuff that they couldn't do. Here, go ahead. Oh, there we go. Oh yeah, yeah. If it, it, yeah, I see what you're saying. If he had, if he had held it up there just a little bit longer and then put it in, right, or gotten higher, yeah, because it was such a quick tap, 
it it looked like a layup. It, it it literally wasn't even really a duck in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he kind of caught it off the glass, but had he threw it off the glass and caught it, I just think that it was. I mean, the technicality, the attempt was there, but it's just. I mean, what it wasn't there. It you wasn't know what I'm there. saying? Yeah, it was. It was definitely even the crowd. Like you didn't really executed. see it until they did the rewind, and I mean, they gave him a generous score for it, yeah. but. It could have been all tens had it just been just a little bit more flair, and that's what they missed. There was no flair. Yeah, yeah. It could have been way better executed. Well, that's going to close up shop. I, I'm just playing. <laughs> we close right I now. look at your face. Nah, I'm for real, though. Newest segment of the week, and I hope you like that uh, music I added in the background, by the way, for your segment. It's time for uh, AP's Top 5 Teams. All right, we're going to run these through so we can get y'all up out of here, okay? Uh, just some quick caveat. caveats. Going into um, after after uh, All-Star Weekend, uh, we're, what, week 19 in the NBA. Um, Lakers and Brooklyn was the hopefuls at the beginning of the season. Not anymore. Neither one of them are even in the conversation right now. And, I mean, I'm personally not, not surprised. I said it from day one. I don't see either one of them doing anything. As Brooklyn, if they can't stay healthy, where's Katie at right now? Mm. Injured. Yep. Injured. Oh, and, On the couch. And RP, uh, he lost his grandmother, I believe. So, I mean, he did have a death in the family, but he's also he was also recently injured. Lakers, half their, half their star people out right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean... Realistically, they're not in the conversation. Something you might want to know: Mavs on the come up. They're on a streak. They won six of their. They, they won six out of their seven games. So they're actually on the move up. We might see them in a real playoff conversation. They, I just want to tell you that. Okay, they're they, not your number five team, though. Right? They're not my number five, but I wanted you to know it's still hope for for the Mavs. Now let's hop into it. I'm going to start bottom up. All right, so number five team this week, surprise, surprise, your Denver Nuggets have scooped right back up, which actually is not so much of a surprise considering how they did last season. Um, they're sitting right now at 33 and 25, uh, sitting number six in the West. Um, Celtics are currently 34 and 26. They're currently sitting at number six in the East. Miami is your is sitting number first in the East with 38 and 21. Memphis Grizzlies, stronghold on number two. They got that thing in the headlock. They not letting it go. 41 and 19, sitting third in the West. And you got your Phoenix Suns still holding on to that top spot. Um, number one in the West, 48 and 10. Um, so that's a quick rundown of your top five NBA teams right now. And just a little bit of insight on what's going on in the league right now. Um, so let's see what shakes up this week. We got matchups starting, I want to say, this uh, Friday evening. So by the time you guys see it, you'll already get a chance to – right? Yeah. yeah. You'll already get a chance to know who is moving up in the ranks and who's sticking where they are. Well, that's a dope top five AP. Um, where are the Warriors? <laughs> oh, he wants to come with jokes. All right. <laughs> Uh, your Warriors, you know, I don't want to talk too much. You know, I didn't want to bring it up. But the Warriors, they're a comfortable number six. They ain't going too far. Uh, don't sleep on them. They're right where they need to be. They have dropped down. I, I want to say they won four of their last game, or they lost four of their most recent games. Yeah. So they um, – and they actually lost right before going into All-Star Weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, but – We'll see them up there. We'll yeah. see them up there. I'm not giving up on them. I'm not giving up on them. And right now, you got Draymond out, but pretty soon, we're going to actually 
Clay, Draymond, and Steph have not even played all three together um, a full game. So this, when they get back together, like it, it's game time. I believe in the Warriors. It's they're they're the only team in the NBA I believe in right now, besides my Mavericks. Yeah, they got they got um, the, they got the trifecta back together again. It's I'm telling you, once they get that play back together, like it, it's it's old it's old school back again. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, the the most lethal duo in the NBA right now. Most dangerous group. Shout out to Isaac Villain. My best friend made a song called uh, That's Right. It's like a beat, and in the middle of the drop, it's like, that's a dangerous group. That's <laughs> how I feel about the Warriors. That's how I feel. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you, Isaac. All right, y'all. We, we, we're, we're putting the rap. We're putting the bow on another episode. Rap it. Season three of Notes by Notes. Guess what, AP? Next week, you know what that is? Our 20th episode. 20th episode. Will we be airing next week? I think we both. We will not because I have a cheer competition to attend for my daughter. I thought you was cheering. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus. Give me a J. J. You got your J. You got your J. <laughs> Just playing. Just playing. No, nah, it's all good. It's playing all good. Player? You know what I'm saying? You playing, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I keep playing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I won't. We won't be here next week. Actually, thank you for the reminder, AP. Um, we're heading to Houston on uh, for my daughter's cheer competition. I know AP's heading out of town too, so we're gonna take a break. Yep. And uh, we will be back the following week. Hopefully, it's a lot warmer here in Texas. We're not wearing uh, Eskimo boots and uh, scarves and. <laughs> thermals and long johns and stuff um and you know we 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 can't look we we cannot wait to be back on the air we cannot wait to be back on the air so let me tell you about our friends before we get out of here uh at a to z for skin and hair um they offer a bevy of hair and skin products that have no preservatives and are made with love to contact a to z for skin and hair to find out more about their products give them a call at 469-674-5567 once again that's 469 469- Six seven four five five six seven. You know what? Even though we won't be here, be on the lookout for the lost episode dropping. Be on the lookout for the lost episode dropping prior to COVID infection. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to drop that episode next week. So, you know, so since we won't be in the stew, it will be a throwback that you guys will get to enjoy. Um, once again, though, thank you guys for rocking with us on Notes by Notes Podcast. I'm Jay. That's AP. And we'll catch you guys in two weeks. We are out of here. Peace. Peace.